Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so today, actually this week, is the anniversary of some of your big school shootings. So we need to be on alert out there. You need to be aware of your surroundings at all times. You need to make sure that you're carrying. Because typically, between April the 16th and April the 20th, that's when some of your school shootings and some of your mass shootings actually take place. So it's now a time to be vigilant. Make sure your your parents, uh, your your family members, they have some type of code word. You have a something worked out with your family. Have a plan of action on what you need to do in the event there's an emergency. Carry, 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 and carry always. All right. So today, man, we don't have anything going on. I have nothing planned. There's no script. I don't know what we're gonna talk about. I'm actually afraid right now. I tell you, what? we got. I, I'm I'm afraid. I really am. Well, um, I have a couple audio, uh, audio clippings that I'm gonna play a little later on. But for the most part, we have nothing to plan, so we're just gonna free for it, free throw it just a little bit. Uh, this weekend, what was yesterday? What happened yesterday at, at the capitals around the country? What happened? The march for our rights. So that's what it was. Yeah, pretty sure it's the march for. Yeah. And what else? In support of two A. All right, so we had the March for Our Rights in support of the Second Amendment. So that was when all their 2A people were supposed to come together at your state capitals uh, around the country and support the Second Amendment. Was it good? Anyone see any audios? Was it good for you? I, I <laughs> Was it good for you? Yeah. No, I didn't go. I, you know I don't go to those things. Right. You like guns, don't you? I love guns. You love guns. I love guns. You love, what kind of guns do you love? Oh, you know, I really like shotguns. You like shotguns? I like revolvers. So you like them long. I like them long. And black? And black. All right. Oh, not too black. How um, many black See, now my producer's looking at me. See, you're going to get me in trouble. Well, I know. <laughs> he started it. Y'all know better by now. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, so we had the rally here at the Texas State Capitol. And at the Capitol, um, we had quite a few speakers there, right? And, 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 you were there. You know, tell everybody your name and, and actually what happened yesterday at the Capitol. Because I honestly don't know because I was in class yesterday teaching a class and I actually couldn't attend the rally. Well, my name's Martin and I'm a member of Lone Star Gun Rights. And we had several folks there. One of the speakers, Derek, was actually uh, one of the key members in Lone Star Gun Rights. But we had about 250, 300 people show up. And 
one of the things that happened was obviously we couldn't carry long guns because we haven't been able to since, what, 2014? Okay, hold on now. What? Couldn't carry long guns? How can you not be able to carry long guns at the Capitol? Come on. What's all this talk about going on in Olmos Park? What happened in Olmos Park? <laughs> that was about what? People being able to carry their handguns uh, or long guns, long guns in the open? Yeah. And, and walk yeah, down the street? Open carry. Yeah. So we're focusing on Olmos Park, some little crap hole city, and we're not focusing on the Texas State Capitol? Well, there's some things that are going to be happening there, too. Uh, one of the other things that was real obvious was there weren't any flags. Wait, what? We, we, we weren't. Oh, 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 this is Texas. You know, we love our flags. I like my come and take it come flag. Take it. Yeah. Don't I, tread on me. Were there any Mexican Whoa, flags? flags? Any Mexican flags? You mean tell me I can? I didn't see yeah. my don't tread on me flag. Oh. Yeah. My American flag. Oh, oh. glory. Oh. Nope. I, I want to stand up and sing "God Bless America" and <laughs> just in the national anthem right now. Please don't. No. People's windows uh, will break. Man. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you don't want to hear the story of the national anthem? I could tell well, it to hey, you. No. If you want to tell the story, no. just don't sing it, bro. That's oh. all I'm asking. He might sing oh, it. No, oh, no, God. No. Hey, hey, people. <laughs> well, well, actually, we had one gentleman that showed up with an American flag, and he was stopped at the gate by DPS and told he could not enter with his flagpole. So he went back out to his car and had a little about 6 by 12 inch flag with a little plastic straw, and that's what he carried in. Um the the flag thing was basically thanks to Antifa. Those those Yahoos have taken care of abusing the rights there for people for and rather than punish the people that are doing things wrong, another situation where the law abiding citizens are being denied the right to express their First Amendment views, which is what carrying the flag is about. Yeah. Um, so I've been discussing this with some of the Lone Star gun rights uh, leadership. And there's going to be something happen about this. Uh, we're going to start with flags and kind of go other directions. But what's being talked about is engaging some uh, legal representation, some legal rep, uh, advice. Uh, we're we're going to have somebody that's probably going to be there and allow us to actually have people show up with flags that we're going to challenge DPS's little self-made rules. Edwin Walker, man, come on, if you're listening. <laughs> so we're talking like vets and LTC holders and, yeah. you know, because basically if I'm an LTC holder, the, the weapon garbage doesn't fly because I can carry a club. Well, and we a can club. carry our pistols. We can take our pistols exactly. into I, the I into can, the. I can carry all those prohibited weapons, <laughs> and we don't even have to wait in about. line. That's the best part about it. There's if a long line, and you just skip right past. Yeah, if you want to trigger them, you tie a Confederate flag to a tiki torch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're talking about working. In, we're talking about working with other, obviously pro-gun organizations in, in Texas, but we're going to probably be working with some people that aren't about gun rights because this isn't just about guns. This is actually a problem with our First Amendment rights for everybody. Flag oh, yeah. rights. They're violating our constitutional rights by not allowing us to carry a flag into the Capitol grounds. Can you not wear a flag bikini, Martin? Sure. Just, you want to oh, show up in a flag not bikini, me. I'm just saying it. you. I don't think. I mean, to me. Wait, hold on. Do you have a flag bikini? I do not. No, because that's actually. Why not? It's, Mexican flag? 
No, I would <gasps> never wear a flag on my person. It's against Why? the flag rules. There's a whole list of rules. So you're saying that's not appropriate? That's not appropriate. It's not illegal. I think it's very appropriate. I would love to salute that flag. And not in me. Like I would, y'all need to get the cougar out here for that. That's not something oh, I? I would do because I feel like <laughs> somehow this is going to involve taxpayer dollars at some point. So right. I'm not going to push the issue. But like you could paint your face as a flag or something. Okay. Now, now you're an LTC instructor, so uh, tell people, you know, what is the the rule there when it comes to? Because back before the we got rid of illegal knives. You know, if you had a handgun license, you could have that illegal knife. You could have that club, you know. So how does that stuff work? Well, I mean, the big thing that you're, we're talking about here is on capital grounds. Um, capital grounds are paid for by public tax dollars. Mm. They're, they're, it's, it's public property. There's no statute that prohibits you talking about long guns. Um, you know, Correct. As far as I know, there's no statute that prohibits long sticks, that, you know, for, for flags on them. Um, you know, so going, going toward... Uh, you know, how would you, the, the whole question I have is how, how is that enforced? What is this supposed, quote, rule that is backed up by what legislation, by what statute? And, you know, how is that then enforced if someone brings a long gun onto the Capitol grounds? But that's the thing is they arrest you for criminal trespass. On what grounds? So that's, see that, but, that's, but that's the thing is then they, they just dismiss it. Oh, oh, sorry. We made a mistake and they let it go. Is that's what but happened in the meantime, you've been, to several you get of the Lone Star Gun Rights people yeah, a couple until, years ago. Yeah, you, until you, it gets pushed hard and it's probably going to take more than one person to do it. It needs oh, to yeah. be a group. It, it, mm -hmm. it needs to be a group of people like 500 people, 100 people actually walk to the Capitol grounds and do this and say, you know what? You're just going to have to arrest all 500 of us. Right. And that's what's really going to have to exactly. take. Exactly. And the thing is, you know, if you go back and you read the elements of the offense, um, you know, I've ten and a half years law enforcement. You have to have the elements of the offense met mm -hmm. before you have an arrestable offense. Before you have the probable cause to make the arrest. You just got to pick you what know. you're going to do. Are you going to do it with long guns? You're going to do flagpoles? What are we going to pick? So we need to pick something and then go for it. Because there's really no reason why you cannot carry a long gun on the Capitol grounds. That is not illegal in the state of Texas. No, it's not. But that is a DPS rule. With so LTC they're violating. They're violating the law. Absolutely, they're violating the law. It's a false. It would be a false arrest. There is no element of an offense. There is no crime committed. Um, so yeah, it's it's absolutely. And I'm curious if, you know, like you were saying, if a group of 500, how that's going to be addressed, or if they're going to just say, hey, you know, we're going to go as long as everybody's peaceful, and they're out there peacefully, then we're just going to go ahead and quote allow it and permit it, which that's it's already happened. allowed and permitted by that's one the Constitution and two, there's no state statute regarding it or prohibiting it. The, the thing that's interesting you, that you said about these other cases, what ends up happening is they've all been dismissed be, for the betterment of justice, all that garbage, where they won't push the case, they won't actually take it before a judge, and they back down. But there are a couple cases that are still pending. And interestingly enough, it's the ones that were involving toy guns Yep. because yep. what they did is they did the official immunity for all the cases with weapons, but the toy guns, they're symbolic protests. So they weren't able to, to pull that. So right now those cases are still working yeah. as far as trying to get the DPS. to. to so they down. are arresting people, even though they're carrying, even if a, a toy gun is there carrying. have been arrests at the Capitol for people carrying toys. Is there anything in guns? statute that defines a toy gun? There's, no, <laughs> there should be an, there's something in the statute that defines what a handgun is. Yeah, that yeah, handgun, long gun. Those are specifically and so if defined. it's not considered a firearm, if it's not considered a handgun, then if it doesn't say it, then it doesn't count. It, 
That's it, it really. Right. I mean, the state of Texas has to tell you that you cannot do something, you know, for you not to be able to do it. Yeah, that, that's the whole thing with liberty. You know, liberty is you know agreeing that you can let your neighbor do something even though you don't necessarily approve of it, so long as it's not violating your rights or anybody else's rights. You know, so carrying of you know in Texas, as far as I know, it's always been legal to carry long guns in public, shotguns, long guns, rifles. So you know, and, and again, you know, to try and prohibit that on public grounds that are paid for by tax dollars, you know, that's where we're running into, into the into the push here when they're saying, "I'm sorry, you can't come onto the even onto the grounds on the property." Mm. You know, but yeah. All right, know. let's. Um, our call in number is five one two six four three live. That's five one two six four three five four eight three. Let's go to line one with Michael Fossum. Michael, you got an anti Second Amendment rally that's going down. Where do we? What? What's happening here? That is right. Um, I, I just want to say I'm a big fan of the show, and I was at the rally yesterday that Martin was at. Uh, there were a lot of good people out there. And uh, uh, listening to the speakers and the things that were said, uh, we really have our work cut out for us to protect the Second Amendment. And with respect to that, there is going to be an event uh, by the anti-Second Amendment people on Friday, April 20th, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. It's called the Texas Capitol Walkout for Gun Safety. And they're going to bus school kids from the high schools. They're going to skip school and go to the Capitol, and they're supposed to have a march uh, before the event. So somewhere between 12 and 1 o'clock, they'll be marching, I think, from Woolridge Square down to the Capitol. And then, of course, they'll have uh, anti-gun speeches, et cetera, et cetera. And the reason I'm calling in and talking about this is because we need to fight these people every opportunity we have. And I would ask that anyone who's listening and who can attend this event Please make a sign, put on your NRA hat, put on your favorite uh, open carry. Lone Star Gun Rights hat. There you go. Uh, (laughs) Just just, even better. And go down to the Capitol and uh, go out there and show people how we defend the Second Amendment and try to change the minds. All right, I tell you, what, you know, thank you, Michael. I appreciate that because what what I'm not seeing is I'm not seeing representatives from the Texas State Rifle Association. I'm not seeing representatives from the NRA. And these are, you know, here yesterday, you had a, a bunch of your young people. You had the the future of this country, the future of this state that were defending the Second Amendment. And what I did not see were these old organizations that say that they defend the Second Amendment. They did not show up to this event. And and we need to change that. You know, we need to get somehow the Tech State Rifle Association, the NRA needs to get involved in these these types of events here because it's just not happening. Yeah. Well, I got a solution. This is on 420, right? This little march. 420. Got a regular fest, baby. Just go over there, hand out the free tickets and, you know, the free doobies, and boom, all those kids will disappear, and there won't (laughs) even be a march. (laughs) They're gonna be, they're gonna be behind the corner, or behind the school bus, waiting for the teacher. Oh, teacher, ain't here. Oh yeah, man, I'm good now. Let's. I don't care about this march. What the hell are we here for? Done. So this this march here. When is this march again, Michael? Uh, this is going to be on uh, Friday, April twentieth. The uh, speakers will. Uh, yeah, that'll be next Friday. Speakers will be. From 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. and the march to the Capitol will be sometime between 12 p.m. and 1 p.m. All right. When is that? When is that going to start? Where is it going to start at? What's the starting point? 
I believe the march starts at uh, Woolridge Square, I think. I think I saw that on a Facebook page. Where's that at? But uh, That's over by the uh, old uh, Central Library over oh. there on Guadalupe Street. Oh, the old homeless shelter. Okay, I got you. Mm-hmm, yeah, the old homeless <laughs> okay. shelter. Gotcha. But, but you, don't, you don't really need to go to the source. What you do is you simply stand at the gate. That's what I did during the March for Our Lives. Stand at the gate with your sign and, uh, you know, let them get a, a some Second Amendment truth as they're walking in. And maybe it'll make some of them curious enough to question the lies they've been told. Yeah, they're not going to um, question it. They're just going to, you know, spot off some hate and, you know, go boopless and, you know, or, you know, shirtless or whatever and, and all that good kind of stuff. Well, it was kind of funny at the at the March for Our Lives, most of the people just wouldn't look at me like I was, you know, I guess to them I was the devil incarnate, I suppose. Uh, but uh, uh, a lot, lot of different reactions. But we need to get as many people out there as we can to help defend the Second Amendment. Because uh, as your folks were talking about there earlier, it's not just the Second Amendment. It's all our rights that are under siege. And if we get to November and we see a blue landslide, it's going to bury us all. Oh, so we need to get it's out there and talk to everybody and work as hard as we can to yeah. turn this around. You're absolutely right, because what's going to happen in November is we're going to lose that House. You know, we've already seen a lot of your state representative on the national level that are actually retiring. Uh, the Speaker of the House has actually said he's going to retire. And what's going to happen is the House is going to flip, and the, there's a great chance that the Senate will do the same thing. All right, so we're talking about the Second Amendment. We're talking about what happened this weekend here uh, at this Capitol and also the Capitals around the country. Uh, this is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Doug Man Jones. <laughs> and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. Listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere on the radio.com app. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right. We're just sitting here. We're just talking about it. That's all it is. That's why it's called Come and Talk It. All right. So uh, Ken Schmidt says, hey, Olivia, the U.S. flag code doesn't apply to the Mexican flag. That's right, baby. That's right. It's all about the U.S. flag. It's America. If somebody wants to make me a a U.S. flag dress, I will gladly wear it at y'all's march. Mexican flag. I mean, Mexican flag, not U.S. flag. Why would you wear a U.S. flag? I wouldn't wear a U.S. flag. Because it's against whatever flag code. What is that code? It's the U.S. flag code. Yeah, it's the U.S. flag code. I don't want to get hemmed up with these. Okay. Like, I'll wear a Mexican flag dress. If y'all make me a Mexican flag dress, I will wear it to your march, and I'm not going to long rifle carry. I don't see. Why do you have to carry a long rifle at the Capitol? Because we can Thank you. I mean, can. I can do a lot of things. You can be nude. Are y'all going to be nude? No, actually, but you, you can't. can't you no, can't it's be not. Nude. You not, can be not nude. Not that you, can be, you can be topless. You can be nude. And there are nude bike rides all the time in Austin. Nobody's trying to take your nudity away, though. Yeah, right. If, if they you, actually are. If you show up, to, if friends, you show up to the Capitol, the nude, you get arrested. The police are trying to take away everything. Yeah, so. Look, look here. You can stand up right now, and you can just show everything from the top I on am up, and we wouldn't it down. care. I, mean, I don't got a lot okay. to show because Donald, here she goes. She's going to expose it right Donald, now. Donald, 
Somebody needs to fund my enhancement project so I can match Janaya. Otherwise, we're just not going to get anywhere on the show. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, y'all can bike ride nude. There, there is the, There's the that, city the, truck. They have that event, they too. They have the, the, why don't you get Once these nudists to help you out and get, they get more attention than these long gun carriers. Like, the nudists in Austin, because it's Austin, they get more attention. Y'all need to oh, network so we get, with the so, people. So what you're saying is what we should do is do a, an event where we bike around town Naked. nude. With our long with guns. With your long guns. Okay. Long guns. Or, That's if it you right do there. it that way. And then go by the Capitol while we're at it. Exactly. Just swing on by the Capitol. Have a little literally. picnic. Swing by the Capitol. Swing. Literally. <laughs> well, I okay. mean, swinging you. by the Capitol. Swing by the Capitol. <laughs> literally. With your long, long guns. guns. Gotcha. Some okay. of you might not have long guns. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, make it. She can't stand the pot shots. Yeah, I not Make it to where, like, you're incorporating actual people, not just the same group. Because, I mean, there is a theory, like, when you go to City Hall, when you go to the Senate, whatever, if it's the same group of people complaining about the same thing over and over, it sounds like a broken record. That's yeah, why I'm asking you, But that broken record the... gets things done. That's why we have the law changes No, because you're still fighting for the same thing. No, we're not. If, where's the Hispanic Gun Club of America? You tell me. Exactly. So, so do something about it. So, no, I don't have to. Okay, you're right. I don't then, want to. Then don't bitch about it. Here's because the thing, here's the thing about Lone Star air. Gun Rights. We don't care. <laughs> Care if you're white, black, Mexican, but what Asian, are you doing whatever. To do outreach. Just this is come what we to Lone, just come to Lone Star Gun Rights. We do. This is they what we asked Mark Tippett, and Mark Tippett had an answer. In case you didn't notice, he won the LP nod for governor from the Libertarian candidate because we asked him. Nobody else on this panel had an answer for the question Mike asked him, except for Mark Tippett. So what are you doing to change that? Who gives a damn about race? This is about our gun oh, rights. My. It's ethnicity, not Have race. Have you been? I don't. I don't care about when, any of that crap. When you die, what do they put on your toe tag? When I you don't get a know, ticket? and I don't care. Burn my ass. I don't care. Yeah. No, it means nothing to me. How do they me. identify? My, All it my, is is our if, Second when you Amendment get a rights. Ticket, what a is white a man and a check? black man and a Mexican oh, man all God. have the exact same right, and this is the Second Amendment right. That. Now, granted, if you're an illegal, you don't have that right. That's because you're not. But a we're talking. We're talking. Lone Star gun rights. So we're talking Texans, Texas. which That's means right. you're an American but and I'm, you have I'm just the Second you're Amendment right. I'm sick. I'm simply asking, what are you doing to do outreach? To do to we educate do plenty of outreach to minorities. We to don't have anybody. to. We don't have to. I'm look not talking to you. What do you, what are you doing for outreach to anybody no, on Facebook and Instagram and everything else that Lone Star gun rights do? We go to, to the gun events and they've held. Minorities so, Olivia, why don't you do that? Why don't you? Because you don't believe in race. Uh, no, I have. I have. So I'm asking I don't, you I don't because you're race. Race. There's There's only race on this planet. You understand that when you integrate society and you make this a comfortable position, you will have more, more support. Do you know that the school I went to, I was actually the minority, so race doesn't That's mean great. anything to me. So you should have no so, problem going to black and brown communities saying, hey, But why do I have to? to? Because that's your job. No, you it's want not. support. That's not my you job. want to change it's not our job. You've got to integrate people. That's not people. my job. Then you're just talking to the same white circle of white people then who are still doing something. Then do something about it. If you don't Michael like Keller, it, do something man, about you're it. The, you're the darkest you, you white man I've ever known. Minority if populations you get and get them down. Damn, I didn't know my... People on Facebook. Why is everyone messing with me? That's what I'm saying. Why you think I'm you got the answer Because you saw... What did I do? Hey, I said you're minding my own business. I'm not even doing anything. Because out of everybody... Everybody in this room, if Mike got a speeding ticket, what will the officer check off on your speeding uh, no, ticket? No, no, here, here you go. Here's how you trick him into it. 
All right, so we get pulled over, me and you, in the car. We get pulled. Ah, 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 we get pulled over. He can't. You already know what I'm doing. I what told you, you my what plan. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I'm hopping out that truck, pointing while I'm running away. It was him. It was him. He did it. He did it. Oh man! Just don't get pulled over, this man. That's all I'm saying. Of, there's no race. There's no ethnicity. If y'all really believe that, then you need to go back and force the census to be. I didn't stopped. say it wasn't there. I said okay, I don't so give a damn you about have it. To, that's you, though. Yeah. There, so why black, does it matter? Two black men got arrested in Starbucks for what? When? Uh, I, have, I have a couple. Yeah, I have a couple days ago where there were two um, two African American yeah. males sitting in the Starbucks and they were waiting for a friend of a uh, friend of theirs to show up. How were they trespassing? And so they were sitting there. They hadn't purchased anything because they were waiting on this friend to show up first, and then they were going to buy something. <clears throat> and so uh, one of the baristas actually called nine one one, called the police. Police showed up. And they handcuffed these guys and arrested them and took them out because they didn't buy anything. Did they, they have sitting there. guns or something? No, they were just... And then when the friend... Were they the trespassing? Friend, no, the friend actually showed up um, while they were being handcuffed and said, hey, why are you guys arresting them? And he's, you know, he said, you know, they were waiting on me to show up and then now you guys arrested them. And yeah. they went peacefully. They did not resist. Can't hear you. Oh, sorry. They went peacefully. They didn't resist. The videos are all over the place. Hmm. So for every I don't time, get on social media anymore. Every time someone <laughs> Life says, is happier every that time way. Somebody says, <laughs> every time somebody says, oh, I don't believe in race, what's ethnicity, blah, blah, When you When black people cannot just sit in Starbucks for five minutes without getting assaulted and arrested. I hang out with black people all the time. Then why aren't you taking and, them to these marches? And, so they here, don't, the and they don't get arrested. I've been with Mike for you, eight years. Support, he hasn't you, been arrested you, around me. Are you inviting My, them the to The owners these? of the company I work for are black, and they've never been arrested around are, me, and so I hang out are, with them outside of work. So are you inviting them to these? My neighbor's black. Right, My neighbor's on, Mexican. Is, I've never seen them arrested. Right so I support any police officer that honors his oath. Yeah. I don't care right. what, what color they are yeah, or anything exactly. else. And the thing is, when an officer violates that oath and, and violates somebody's civil rights, they should have their ass in jail. If, if anything, they should have they should be held to a higher standard. If LTC holders exactly. are held to exactly. a higher standard, cops should be held to an even higher standard. But they're not. I, but I shouldn't. I shouldn't be held to a higher standard in than a gun cop rights a gun. debate to go over and argue about race. Plenty of black people. I'm actually on the African American Gun Club Facebook page. Oh, so why and all didn't that you crap. invite them to your march? Because I didn't go to the march. I didn't go I to the like white people gun club either. What? I work like 70 so hours did, a week so and I have a garden at my house and I have like all these pies, all sorts of projects, brick projects and all sorts of stuff. Don't these gun long gun care marchers don't they have jobs? You bet. You see, yeah. Here's the thing is I schedule off like first day of session. So it wasn't important enough for you to take, schedule off. Take petitions up right. to the Capitol. It's all about using your resources properly and how to get things done effectively. I don't have to show up to every single march when I go and have a meeting with legislatures on how to get things done. Do you done. invite black people to those meetings? Hey, Mike, have we ever been well, up I'm there I'm not together? talking about Mike. Why are y'all just always hey, Mike, 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 Mike? He's a black guy. Why is it always do you have to invite black guy. He's the black guy. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. It's not anybody I invite. anybody. Who have y'all done outreach to? Y'all know one black person. I do outreach to every gun owner in the state. Okay. Well, All right. Okay, I don't. I don't. I don't point and look and go. Oh, yeah. there's a, there's a brown person. We, we should get, invite we them, and there's a black person. From we should invite thousands them. and thousands and thousands of people that me and him have been at his office, 
and have been sorting thousands of petitions to take up that are from all sorts of people. Women, all over the men, state of Texas. Who knows? Maybe even some trannies or something. I don't know. Did you just say trannies? Who tranny? knows? Oh, my. Everybody can be included in our group because we are awesome. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's you don't need to be pink pistols. You can come over to Lone Star Gun Rights. Come hang out with us. I don't care. Oh my God. It doesn't matter uh-huh. who you are, what race you are, what sex you are, gender, whatever all these crazy things are now. Long guns or short guns? I'm just curious. Uh, both. I'll t- I tell you what, though. <laughs> are, you, are you bi-curious no. about what the trannies are carrying? Like, can this conversation <laughs> go any more Well, left? speaking of that. Speaking of. See, this is what happens that. when Mike has no plan. We go <laughs> all crazy. Look, you, speaking you, of this that. is Mike's fault. You're going to learn today, Mike. <laughs> You're learn today. Since you mentioned it, it was in the, uh, the Texas Tribune today. They actually posted a story today about log cam Republicans uh, because the... GOP here in Texas will not allow log cabin Republicans to actually have a booth at the largest convention, the political convention in the world, which is the Texas Republican Party convention. And so Russell Irwin, um, he's a veteran and Russell died of cancer. Russell was on his deathbed begging for someone to actually help him with the VA for him to get his benefits over two years ago. And then he couldn't get the assistance that he needed. And so he died because he couldn't get the appointments that he needed. Listen to Russell Irwin and what he said. With maybe two months left to live, this has happened to me because of the VA medical system for veterans. I ask any of you that care anything about veterans that fought for your liberty to please make this go viral. Any of you that know me know that I'm all about this country. I'm a true patriot. I love this country. I love our Constitution. But our government has failed us. I tried for a year to get the VA to do tests to find out what was wrong with me. I would vomit all the time, especially in the mornings for a couple of hours. I began to lose... So instead of focusing on what we're talking about, instead of focusing on, you know, not allowing the law camera Republicans to have a booth at a convention, we need to worry about taking care of our veterans. Our veterans, they're the ones that deserve our attention instead of this infighting and doing all the other stuff that we're focusing on. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Maj Toure. You're listening to Come and Talk at Radio with Michael Cargill. On air, online, and on your smart device, Talk 1370 is the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're just free-flowing it today. Jill King, she's coming to us all the way from up north. You're listening in, Jill. Well, welcome to Texas, the Lone Star State, Jill. All right, so Kim Hawkins says, why would you block people, Olivia? Block? Yeah, she said, because uh, James Ritter said you have him blocked. Can you unblock James? He said he wants to chat with you a little bit. Know. I don't even know who James Ritter is. 
Okay, well, so it depends. So if they, James, don't take it okay, personally. So she doesn't if remember. people threaten to rape me, here's why I block people. <laughs> so a lot of the clan comes after me, which is nothing new. We don't have clan in Austin. <laughs> no, it's not Austin. Okay. If people threaten to rape me, if they use images of my child, if they threaten my child, they threaten my household, they, they threaten to find me after the show. We've had people come up here looking for me at the show. Um, yes, I'm going to block you because that's in your best interest, not mine. Because if you continue, just keep in mind where I'm at and what I'm doing. And so I, it's for everybody's best interest. If you are clogging up my inbox with, you don't know this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, Martin and I go at it all the time. Martin does not send me private messages. We go at it online. If you have the audacity to send me private messages and it's nonstop and it's three in the morning and it's blah, 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 I'm going to block you. I have a business. I don't have time for private messages from stalkers. I don't have time for people threatening to rape me. We just talked about rape right now. I just don't have time for it. And it it doesn't Actually, matter. I, I can handle, you. huh? <laughs> what did he say? Is he that said, why you blocked me? He said he blocked you. <laughs> oh no, I blocked you, Martin, a long time ago. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Then you and must so, unblock me because then you must unblock me because like. I had to unblock you because I had to unblock you because the one black person in that thread wanted to know what was going on with you. And There's I was like, I don't know who I block you're on talking Facebook. to. My crazy ex-girlfriend from high school. Oh, thank you. you. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. All women are crazy. Ever. No, I mean, the <laughs> thing it, is, baby, like, bring it. I have a child. I have a household. I have a business. If people are going to constantly, if you are not man enough to come up to my face and call in the show or something and you drag an entire thread out for what this has happened to us for days and you are lying about me you're lying about mike i'm gonna block you it's just a waste of my time i don't got time for it you have you know go march about it if you hate me that much and james i don't know i don't remember why i blocked james it's probably said, some racist james said stuff. james said that you guys talked about uh aisd participating in the gay pride parade oh yeah so if you know they again we could talk about the pp police one more time um it, it's not anybody's business. AISD has the right to participate. They have after-school clubs for LGBT kids. It, they're not using tax dollars. The clubs that meet after school, anybody can form a club if you're a student in a high school. Um, you can form a gun rights club. You can form any no, kind of club. I don't club. know about that one. Yes, you can. I don't know yes, about you can. That one. Do you know the AISD bylaws? Know you don't know what one. you're talking about. So you can form any type of club. It does have to get approved and it has to be sponsored See, by a teacher. Approved. There's a way around it. There is an actual shooting club. Yes, there is a shooting club. And I believe they participate at maybe like Hancock Center or something. So again, if, if you have a problem with the way the school district is doing something, it's not the school district, it's some kids formed a club, and yes, they will participate in the parade because it's inclusive. The schools are inclusive, and that means they welcome everybody, and, and it's a new thing. I know you guys are, like, completely shocked by it, but it's the same thing as, like, yes, black people now can drink at the water fountain in public schools. <laughs> so... It, it's the same thing. They have the right to form a club. Your tax dollars are not being spent on homosexual material being taught to four-year-olds, Don Zimmerman. And so <laughs> it's, it, you know, people have to get their facts straight. If somebody comes at me like, I don't think, you know, AISD should march and whatever, it's none of your business. If it doesn't bother you, don't let it bother you. Your tax dollars are not going for it. Your tax dollars instead are going to these dilapidated buildings and to certain schools getting more money. I mean, their budget, they cannot manage a budget. There's tons of other things to go after AISD about. Having Letting kids march in a gay pride parade is nobody's business. Who cares? I mean, these people want to see what you're doing in your bedroom. That's it. It's yeah. annoying. Yeah.
And I hear you. You know, I, I can understand that. You know, I get those little threats and stuff like that. But the only difference between me and you is you can't, you know, you can't rape the willing. So I don't even worry about it. You, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Janai and I are going to start a, a dating app for, uh, you know, women who. What Donald says, you're, you're a sweetheart, Olivia. Thank uh, you, Donald. I love you, baby. She's entitled to her opinions and respect her for that. As far as harassment, making terrorist threats and et cetera should be reported. I appreciate you, Olivia. Yes, and I've had the FBI and the feds on my page before, and there was there was two actual serious incidents that happened recently. And um, so just so you know, like I say, I'm blocking you for your best interest, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't like um, it, I'll unblock you, it, and then you have the fence at your door. It's actually funny you say that because I'm telling you, I do have cases where I'll get a call from either Williamson County yep. Sheriff's Department or the Travis County yep. Sheriff's Department, and something that someone got into an <laughs> argument about on a thread somewhere, yep. and they'll ask me about. It. I'm like, dude, I don't. Even I don't even remember. know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're and, talking about. I don't remember. And, and and that's the thing, people don't understand. There are trigger words, you know. I mean, poor Zuckerberg's up there at Congress or whatever. There are trigger words. If you type words in a certain conversation, in a format, in a... They're employers. They're employers that are out there that yes. have programs that they yes. run where they will put all of their employee information right. in a system and it will pull up a report for keywords. Right. And so, I mean, again, like there are, what is it? The analytics, the way that things are set up on Facebook. If you message a certain thing, this has happened to me before. If you say certain words that are lined up with a certain action... The feds get alerted. I mean, it is a real thing. And people think, well, I'm not making it up. It's happened to you. It's happened to me. It's happened to a lot of gun owners that I know. Mm -hmm. It's happened to a lot of politicians. It's happened Facebook to a lot of lobbyists. My stuff. That's why I gave up on them. <laughs> so it's I'm not just gun owners. Media. It's, I mean, you know, black yeah, you extremist groups. Islam, it's not. Cut you off real fast. I mean, you don't want that phone call. <laughs> Trust me. So, again, if I'm blocking you, it's for your best interest. Just be right. safe. It's because I love you. All right. So, Kim Hawkins says, the thing uh, about kids marching is that I... I'd be livid if the school allowed my children to leave campus for any reason without me. Exactly. I, These, I the the LGBT there. march is on a Saturday. So for James to say that, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. That's why it's irrelevant. My child is not allowed to leave school for any reason whatsoever. The minute you step off campus for a protest or a march, you are no longer responsible or the school is no longer responsible for whatever happens to you. My concern is that somebody's going to pull a rolling meat locker through these kids who are marching down the street and guess what? The school is not responsible. My child is not allowed to march. I don't care what other people do with their kids. My son knows better. And it's just not going to happen. If it happens and he gets plowed through by some leftist or whatever, then, I mean, there's nothing. The school has no responsibility. Once you step foot off campus, I agree with Kim. My, children should not be led into these marches if they cannot, if they don't know any of the amendments, they don't know the Constitution, they don't speak more than text languages. They can't mm. write in cursive. No, I don't think you're smart enough to march. I don't give it any weight. Well, you, you can just look at some of the interviews they've done with some of these kids during some of these marches. They're, they don't it's care. ridiculous. They're, they're, they're skipping ridiculous. school. That's what it and is. This shows fun. the media bias because there was actually a teacher in California that wanted to have a march for pro-life. You know, hey, the kids get to leave school for a, you know, march for our lives. Well, she wanted to have a have a pro-life march. Denied, and she was actually put on leave. And she's a probably teacher? Be fired. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, California look how many, look how many of these kids that are speaking up and wanting mm -hmm. to have pro-2A rallies at school. You don't ever see uh, anything oh, yeah. about they're, that they're on the mainstream media. Them. Yeah, they're not allowed to have them. No, I've seen, I've seen them on, I mean, in They've East Texas. they chased them off campus. East Texas, I mean, I don't, I, I went to high school in East Texas, and people hunted. We had rifles at school. We had a gun club. We had horses at school. I mean, it's just where you live. 
and we live in Austin and that's, you know, tragic because the capital is here and it's the adult's job to make sure kids don't have to do this kind of thing. Kids should be kids. Be a teenager. Hang out with your friends. You don't really get a say in politics until you're 18. My dad told me I cannot cuss until I vote. The minute I turned 18, I registered to vote and I just launched into both my parents because there is there's something to be said to that. Like, you don't really get a say. You just don't get a say until you're 18. And for anybody that keeps listening to these teenagers, yeah, I feel bad for them, but they need to be making good grades in school. I mean, these teachers only get paid when kids are in the seat. AISD pays $150 per child per day to sit in, their, in those chairs. And so that's one of the reasons why AISD doesn't want protests during school hours. The other reason is because it, it shouldn't is a be allowed huge, at all. It shouldn't be allowed. And it's a huge liability. It is a huge liability for the Absolutely. district. As it should be. What if one be. of those kids got run over That's what the I'm march. just saying. Boom. That's what I was just saying. Yeah, like, exactly I mean, saying. it wouldn't be one kid, though. It would be like 50. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so and just, then what? And just remember all these kids that are out protesting right now, they're going to be voting in the next couple of years. And that's, that's the fine. scariest thing. That's fine. That's, that's what they the get to do. That's your job. Yeah. Turn over 18 and vote. Them, over half of them support socialism and anti-gun, and they don't even believe in free speech anymore. Well, they, I, I don't think they, they really don't believe. believe I don't think, I honestly do not believe teenagers understand the Constitution because Because history, they've never read it. They've never they've been not taught read it. it. It's they not taught it. It's like not we were talking about earlier. There's Civics isn't taught. Yeah. No, it's but, not. I mean, my son, my son's, uh, you know, not an AIC, but another district, and we talk about mm -hmm. what's being taught. I've, uh, I'm uh, flabbergasted. He did have a, a teacher last year mm -hmm. that did teach a lot on constitution and rights and all that, and I was, I was astounded that first of all the teacher was even able to talk about it because it wasn't a history class, but the other thing is, is that. You know, I, I, I have these discussions with my son. I talk to him about what are the consequences right. of, you know, rights versus the things that are restricted and then taking them to their nth degree. We're not teaching critical thinking skills. Absolutely. You know, we're not teaching, yeah. you know, you know, you know when, when I teach thing. my, you know, Mike and I both teach the LTC class, you know, and I've, I've asked people, what in the, what in America is illegal to own? Really not a whole lot as long as your wallet's thick enough to pay the government for permission to do it. <laughs> um, Prostitute. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so that's legal in America in some places. Some yeah, but, places. yeah, in some places. And, and but Nevada's, going back to the oldest profession. But going Nevada's back to legal. going back to our public education system, I mean, we have uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> we have we have you know our educators who are not, and some of them are frustrated about it, but some of them don't even know. I mean, I'm I, I'm in the financial world, um, and you'd be surprised how many educators don't even know how the tax system works. Right. You know, and, and we're and we're teaching our kids, you know, the old the old story that we, you know, the 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 child goes to her mom and says, "Mom, when you make the ham, why do you cut the ends off?" And she says, "Well, that's what your grandma taught me to do it." And we go back three generations, and it's like, well, you know, when she finally gets to great grandma, she says, "Well, honey, when I was when I was making hams, I didn't have a pot big enough to hold the whole thing." And so we're 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 falling into this pattern of complacency. Oh well, we don't need that right because we don't exercise it. Well, you may not. Exactly. But the point is, it may come to a time when you do, and then you're going to turn around and it's gone. <laughs> um, you know, so you know, people are out there, you know, holding signs in the UK saying, you know, I support freedom of speech. You don't even have it. Speaking <laughs> of the UK, oh, London's wow. banning knives now, knives you know. Right? Over 50 people stabbed to death and hey, let's how, it's not it was, these people's fault. It's the knives. Boxes. I don't Get understand. I have friends in the UK. I've asked them this all the time. How do y'all open boxes? Sharp pencil. Yeah. It was interesting. We actually had a guy from they Britain that showed up at the at the, <laughs> the, the, the two A rally yesterday, 
And after we, everything had pretty much closed down, we sat, I was sitting there talking to him for about 20 minutes. And he was asking all these questions about the gun culture in America. And I said, well, what about the gun culture in Britain? He goes, well, we don't have guns. I said, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they're stabbing and, each, and other and what would have happened, each other. What would have happened, what would have happened during happen? World War II if America didn't have a gun culture? You'd be speaking German right now. Oh, yeah. Amen If to that. only Native Americans were that is true. All right, I call in numbers, 512643 live. That's 512-643-5483. <laughs> Andy, line one, what you got for us? Welcome to Come and Talk. Andy. Andy, line one. Earth to Andy. No, he gave it. Nope. We lost Andy. But yeah, going back to <laughs> what you were saying about schools teaching or not teaching about what's going on, uh, I think it was two-thirds of millennials don't even know what Auschwitz is or was. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're not, like I said, they're not being taught history. They're not being taught that, you know, the the independence and uh you know, of this nation, the way it came about, that hasn't happened in over 500 years, the way this country won its independence. This this country won its independence from the superpower of the world and in short order became the superpower of the world. That wasn't done with sticks and stones, you know, Mm -hmm. that we, you know, and people want to talk about, well, you know, the Second Amendment doesn't apply to this weapon or that weapon. I firmly believe that our founders used the word arms for a specific reason and not firearms or swords or dirk dagger they said arms because that covers everything before the 1700s and everything after the 1700s you know when we have developed phaser guns i firmly believe the second amendment will apply to that i hope so you know, I want the, one. The, the discussion Amen. the discussion about the holocaust it's kind of interesting because last week was in israel they had the day of remembrance mm-hmm. and you can actually see the whole country stop People stop on the freeway and get out of their cars. When's the last time you saw anything like that happen in the United States? When the highways get shut down. Right. <laughs> uh, Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> gas, gas, gas shortage. Gas shortage. <laughs> the gas shortage. Right. But yeah, 20% of millennials didn't even know there was a Holocaust. Well, how many people didn't don't really understand that? White people weren't here first, Native Americans. You're talking about founders and arms and stuff like that. We got spears. I mean, what is... We're talking about the Nazis. No, but like, well, you let's talk about history. All right, we're talking about everything today. We're, oh, when we come back, happened. caller, hold on. I'm going to get back to you. Y'all going to learn today. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. That's right. All right, so we're sitting here. We're just chit-chatting. We're not even talking about anything specific today. No special topics at all. But let me go to the phone lines. Let's go to Andy. Andy, you're on with Come and Talk It. What you got for us, sir? How are you, how are you, how are you guys doing today? Oh, man, we're doing so good. We're doing from Dallas, Fort Worth. Awesome. What's up, Dallas-Fort Worth? How you doing? Yes. Doing well, doing well. I'm actually uh, running for office these days and uh, have a uh, new political party and just wanted to kind of talk to you guys about uh, the ways that I think uh, our current political leaders are are failing us when it comes to um, 
uh, gun rights and the Second Amendment. Okay, first tell me, what is, what is the party? America's Party of Texas. Okay. So we are, we are one of several parties here in Texas that are currently uh, seeking ballot access. Is that America, uh, American the, Party of Texas or America's? America's. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can uh, check out our, our national information at selfgovernment.us. Um, our state uh, website is uh, apoftexas.us, and we also have Facebook pages for America's Party of Texas, and my campaign specifically, which is Andy Pryor for Texas Land Commissioner. Okay, all right. And so, what's your what's your stand on the Second Amendment, there, Andy? Uh, we're very much a uh, unlicensed carry type position from our party. In fact, uh, the America's Party of Texas uh, platform plank on this is: we support unlicensed carry with no costs or restrictions for all Texans. Okay. Uh, what if you're been, uh, What if you're a Louisianan coming here to visit? <laughs> I think uh, whether you're uh, a local or a visitor, uh, you should have uh, unlicensed carry That'd with no be. cost or restrictions in Texas. And how do you tell someone you don't want them to carry on your private property? Ooh. Well, I think private property, uh, the the owner of the private property is the one who uh, should make those decisions. Um, I think that the marketplace uh, will uh, support or punish private property owners uh, if uh, they do things that are maybe not popular or if they are popular. So depending on which way the, the private property owner goes is going to, I think, have an impact on their business. And we've seen that with uh, folks uh, not just in Texas but around the country. And does the America's uh, Party National Committee, do you guys uh, uh, believe in the Constitution? Absolutely. Yeah, the, we're we, – in fact, this is – people ask us, well, why did you start a whole new party? Why, you know, why wouldn't you just join the Republicans and work that way? And the answer is we were already part of the Republicans, and we, we got tired of the Republican Party not fulfilling its promises, not, not following the Constitution. So you're more not of a doing, civil libertarian then? Um, I think we've got some hints of, of libertarianism, but I would say more just constitutional positions. Okay. Uh, we're We're – we definitely drew folks from the uh, Republican Party, from the Libertarian Party, from the Constitution Party, and some independents who didn't feel represented by any party um, when we when we launched ten years ago. Um, and so we've we've been around, but we haven't been seeking ballot access in Texas because the ballot access laws here in Texas are just so difficult. And right. uh, we felt like we would start this year. Just out of uh, curiosity, out of curiosity, what's mm -hmm. the stance of the American Party's National Committee uh, stance on abortion? We're very much a uh, equal protection is our our stance, and that that means is um, it's not just pro life. Pro life has has failed. Um, it's it's not uh, uh, well. We'll we'll eventually you know save people at some point in time. No, the fact is the Constitution demands equal protection for all, and and that's what we we promote that's what we focus on um and if you go to equal protection for posterity so that means you're, you're, that means you're pro-life it's a it's a more advanced form of pro-life what does that um, mean we're focused on the constitutional aspect of it rather than just uh you know hoping and wishing and praying that some politician might eventually do something all right so pretend i'm five years old and explain that to me what does that really mean well the constitution says that everybody has the right to life uh, it's in there uh, in the Fifth Amendment. Uh, you can't take somebody's life away without having due process. Um, it's in the, uh, the the Declaration of Independence specifically lists life as the very first inalienable right uh, before even 
uh, property or, or liberty or anything else. Uh, life is most important. If you don't have your life, you, you cannot carry guns. You cannot uh, own property. You cannot do anything. Um, and so life is most important, and, and that is uh, our position. So uh, at what point simple. are you defining life? Then, uh, I mean, because then you're going to have to come down to to the whole what what defines life, and when does that start? Well, I think the scientific view is that life starts at conception when there's a new DNA for a new person. Uh, that's very simple. It's very scientific. It's been in every single uh, human biology book for uh, you know for as far back as we can find books that talk about human biology. Okay, so um, I, I got it. So I, I what it, what you're saying is I, I think I found it on your website. Whereas mm -hmm. the United States Constitution in the 5th and 14th Amendment explicitly forbids the taking of life of any innocent person, and mm -hmm. whereas the practices of abortion and euthanasia violate every clause of the stated purposes of the United States Constitution and its explicit provisions. So you're against abortion in any form. Absolutely. In any form. What about rape? Time, about rape? What about rape? Why, why would we punish the child? For the heinous, heinous crime of the father, we don't do that in any other situation. Because you can't. What if you can't catch the rapist? What are you supposed to do? You gonna so raise all these murder, kids? You murder somebody else who's innocent. But are, who's gonna raise to these it? kids? That is that is the question for the family and the church. You have to have an actual plan because you can't say, "Well, we're not gonna punish the child." No, I don't. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying. Like, lots of women get raped. I'm sure you're aware of that. And to I say am. that somebody has to carry a child, I mean, 12-year-olds get raped, 13-year-olds get raped, 8-year-olds get raped. So you're saying not I, punish the child. Children are getting raped and getting impregnated by grown men. And so what are you going to say? Like, they, they're going to be forced to raise a baby? Nobody's forced to do anything in this world, but we should not murder somebody for somebody else's crime. And I think that you should talk with so then you're against someone the like Judah penalty. Myers, Judah Myers, who is the product I'm not of a gang I'm talking rape. to you. I'm not asking somebody else. I'm saying this is your party, I'm so what is the plan? There are people out there who have the same position as I do who are the survivors and the products of rape. I'm and not saying that. I'm, I'm saying who, but who is going to raise these children that are products of rape? That's that is the same question we ask in every other situation. Who's going to raise a baby? And it should be their parents. So you're trying to say if a 15 year old was raped adoption. by her father, then and she gets pregnant, mm. then she's going to be forced to raise that baby. That's your plan. No, she's not forced to do anything. She can give it up for adoption. People are adopted every day. So then day you're going to flood the adoption system and the foster care system and CPS. So you're going to do that. And how you know much how is many that going to cost people would love to adopt a kid and can't because the government has put too many restrictions on the foster care system I'm and the adoption system? I'm not disagreeing with you on that. There's lots of people who would love to adopt. I know. I would love to adopt. The state of Texas won't let me. Exactly. They say I'm too mean. Too mean or too gay? I'm on too many guns, they say. <laughs> I just don't think, I mean, I think, you know, you can, you... I think it's because you're black. <laughs> Martin. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, I think that's a novel idea, but you're not actually considering 12-year-olds getting raped by family members. You're saying that these kids are going to have to live in the same household that they're, they've been raped in, and they're going to have to carry this baby for nine months. And, and it's not their choice. It's not, it wasn't their choice to get raped. And that they're going to still be forced to carry a child. A child is going to be forced to carry a child, according to your plan. I'm to carry. Do you know what you damage that does to, to your body? In these situations. I'm very curious if you actually talk to people in these situations, because I have. 
And what I'm I not find, interested in talking to men about telling women what to do no, with their bodies. No, I'm talking about the women who are raped themselves. Okay. Who now, carry these children so to term okay, and, and figure out that they actually find that it is healing, uh, it is beneficial for them, because if they have an abortion on top of that rape, their, their, their instances of suicide skyrocket. Okay, their now, instances of total just devastation mentally and emotionally are just tremendous. All right, I want to ask you something different now. What's the American okay. Party National Committee's stance on immigration? Anything. We believe in um, life, so immigrants get to stay here. That's what we saying. have a very uh, nuanced position on immigration in that we definitely believe immigrants are vital to America and our future. But we also think that we have to have some sort of borders if we're going to have a nation. And when Legal you have uncontrolled... Vital to what happened to the Illegal right to life? What happened to when, the right to life? All people have the right to life. And Absolutely. we're not killing them by not what? having them here no, in America. They have to have a right to life here. Well, who, so I, I is anybody here going to pick crops? Question? Do you know how much money California has already lost from crops? There's already lawsuits. Mike, you going to get out there? No, no, I'm not picking the cotton. But um, so California's problem. You think there's no that's crops California's in Texas? Problem, exactly. And okay, the top two Who's states that have illegal crops? immigrants are California and Texas. What states have illegal right. immigrants? How do they all get in? Here's all fifty. What top? <laughs> he question. said top two. Yes, California. I'm sorry. And go, Texas. go ahead, Andy. Our go ahead. produce has the right to life. It has the right to be picked. And I, let, I don't let, see anybody else going to. Let me finish for a second. Go ahead, Andy. I'm just kind of curious, though. I mean. We're talking about the expense of having people out there who uh, are taking advantage of the system because we give away a lot of stuff in this country for people, uh, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, free schooling or, you know, free institute state tuition and things like that. Uh, we're having bankruptcy issues in various cities and counties and states across this country. And part of it is because we have let people come in and take advantage of those benefits without any sort of control over whether or not they actually are eligible for those benefits. Uh, when, when we've got literally a U.S., uh, the size of a, a military division worth of just random criminals uh, coming over our, our border uh, without any control over that, there is some challenges there. I think build we need wall, to address baby. Build that wall. There is a wall there. I'm not yeah, saying building a wall is necessarily the I solution. I don't think that's the case, it, personally. I think that we should uh, be having a little bit better uh, control over the border via manpower and other things. And that's something that we haven't really done a very good job of in recent decades. Um, now, personally, I've traveled around the world. I've met a lot of people in other countries who would love to come to the United States. And I think our immigration system is jacked up. And people don't have the ability to come here who can benefit our society because we have these randomized lottery systems. Things like that. So do I think we need to completely overhaul our actual immigration system? Absolutely. But we can't have a border that's just wide open for any old person to walk across and Amen. expect to have any sort of control over our own country as a country. It's, it's, it's uh, undermining. We're to a country because we have borders. Exactly. So we and, have and, to have borders. And it ain't no more because we took it over. <laughs> <laughs> Texas said, hey, baby, this is ours. Come take it. Kinky Freeman had a... Couldn't take it, so it's ours. <laughs> Kinky Freeman had a Go pretty, pretty, good, pretty good solution for uh, for border protection there. It's pay uh, pay Mexico to, to police their own border. 
I don't know. Thank you. They should. And, Build the wall, and someone, we ain't got to worry about it. They don't want to <laughs> do it. You put people up top, you have some cameras, boom, done. Someone suggested that we should help, you know, help the people in their country fix their country and whatever their issues are. That way they won't want to leave problem. Country. We're fixing our problems here. Except for the whole Syria thing. We have a lot of problems to fix here. All right. We got so roads really that different. need fixed. We got bridges that need to be fixed. So what about the idea of actually helping them fix whatever issue it is in their country so they won't, you know, do that mass exodus? Well, Mexico the United has States no incentive to do that because of all the income they get back from people that are here. Billions working. and billions of dollars a year get funneled what? back to Mexico from people working here that send money back home. Back home, yeah. All right, go ahead, Andy. Let's be honest, too. We give away more foreign aid as a country and more charity to other nations and other people around the world. We than give any millions other to other Earth. countries to build Period. walls in their countries, but not exactly. ours. Yeah. How fantastic. So, so I, I think we're doing lots to help other countries. And in fact, at a point where it's actually contributing to our own national debt and our own indebtedness, uh, that, that maybe it's time we should start reevaluating which of those other countries around the world really actually truly are benefiting from the aid we are sending them and which ones maybe they can help themselves. They don't need us to send them any money. Okay. Because they've already got a decent economy. Now tell me one more it. time what office are you running for? I'm running for Texas Land Commissioner. Texas Land Commissioner. Who's who's in that race in the other parties? Uh, well, the incumbent is somebody Bush. with a very famous last name and a ton of money. Okay. Uh, Bush, Bush. Right. Yep. And uh, there's a uh, lawyer running as a Democrat. Woohoo! Um, and I believe there's a Libertarian in the race. Um, don't know much about him personally, but um, my background, I've got a little bit of uh, background in the education world and in the finance world. Um, and I think that when people find out that the permanent school fund uh, is managed by the land commissioner and we're not having a very good job at our legislative level of distributing those funds, uh, that's something that I would like to uh, work on. Now, what do you, are you, do you think that you can actually make a difference uh, with what's happening with the Alamo? You know, what's your stance on that? Because um, I think there's an issue with the Alamo under the Bush regime. There is an issue with the Alamo, and the cenotaph is something that he wants to move. The cenotaph is basically America's, or excuse me, Texas's version of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, and I think that it needs to be respected as such um, and not moved. And they want to. Uh, they, the San Antonio City Council has been working with the land commissioner and on the possibility of moving that around and not having it in a place of honor right in front of the Alamo, and I think that's uh, that needs to be stopped. That's a disgrace. Uh, I think. I think it's kind of – it's not really fiscally conservative for a Republican to be out there promoting a $400 million plan to overhaul the entire Alamo. I think there's some things that do need to be fixed, um, some historical aspects that need to be refurbished and things like that. But the, the overall plan is definitely not what is reflective of uh, providing honor to the Alamo and honoring the uh, – and venerating those who died – for our the Mexicans liberties. who died there. All people who died there. Because there were some so, so the, the, the key thing that, that you mentioned there was fiscally conservative, and you're talking about San Antonio. Ooh. Those two well, things I'm don't no, Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the, the incumbent land commissioner who claims he's fiscally conservative in how he's managing uh, the office, but then he can't be subject apparently to audits and open meetings under the Texas Open Meetings Law. How does that work? 
Why is he not open to, in his meetings and having uh, audits being publicly provided? Why not? Yeah, there are a lot of uh, governmental bodies that actually break that rule when it comes to the open meetings. And I think that's something we need to go to the Capitol with uh, this year, this year uh, well, 2019, to actually address right. that. Because uh, there's an issue in Amarillo with the Amarillo City Council. There's an issue with the city of Austin will do it also, where they will kick someone out because someone claps or something like that. Unless it's yeah. something that they're all for. If they're all for it and you clap, you know, they don't care. But if it's something right. they're against and you sit there and you clap and, you know, say something or applaud. Bye, uh, Felicia. Right, exactly. They <laughs> will kick you out. Bye, Felicia. Speaking of, where is Felicia? <laughs> so, yeah, they would definitely do that. So, yeah, you're, you're yeah, right. I and, I, and I think that the fact that the land commissioner is a statewide elected position and he's not following the Texas Open Meetings Act, with what he's doing. He's trying to circumvent it by putting these nonprofit foundations together to run them and manage the Alamo. Um, that, that is a problem. Now it's not just the Alamo. There are other things he's doing, or in some cases not doing that, uh, would have an impact on, on a number of Texans around the state of Texas and, uh, things like property rights and eminent domain. Um, and I think that's, those are all issues that need to be addressed, and let me, let me ask you this: uh, nobody's pressuring him, so he's not he's not addressing him. All right, let me ask you this: you know, do you hear about the little issue with the log cabin Republicans uh, not being able to have a booth with the uh, the Texas GOP convention? I heard something about that, but I fear that's an internal GOP issue. They they need to deal with it. So what, what, do you, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think it's an internal GOP issue. They need to deal with it. They, what does that mean? They got their own little problems. So what does that really mean? What that means is I'm not trying to interfere in another party's way that they want to run. They're, they're, they. All right. So if the so if the Americans uh, Party Constitution had a Americans Party Constitution log cabin uh, log cabins, would you let them have a booth at your convention? Uh, if there were truly such an organization, uh, I don't see why we couldn't have a booth at our our, our uh, convention. But to be honest with you. I don't know how many of them would uh, would want to uh, have a booth. I mean, Why? Just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it would fit with with the, what we've put forth in our as our platform and the way oh, we've oh, oh. we've promoted ourselves. So, 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 are you okay with the gays having a spot in your party, or? But can they fly well, a flag? We our our position as a party on marriage is should be between a man and a woman oh very straightforward okay very straightforward so no now no we booth. know people we, no we're not saying we don't like people of certain things with certain <laughs> positions things like that we're just saying that's what our position is but then how does that now how does that jive with um private property so you know it, so what says you, the government shouldn't be involved in what happens behind closed doors i agree with that I don't problem with that. All right, so then the government shouldn't be involved in marriage and what ha what is defined with marriage. That should be a definition that the government even uses. So as a as a is, so as a political party about. as a yeah. political party and as a person that's running for office, you shouldn't worry about that, right? Uh, since marriage is something that the government has instituted, uh, then I think it is something that's being talked about. So the question is, and I think that's your what you're going after is trying to get government out of marriage entirely is what you're saying i don't that's think gov the yeah, you government go. shouldn't be in marriage because that Correct. should, that should, should be the government be whoever. in our bedroom no i don't think i don't in want the bathroom yeah i don't want the government in my bathroom do you I, do you want the government in your laptop your iphone nope if they're good they already are they are they're in your iphone they, are, they already are in in your laptop and in your iphone but 
you're also saying that homosexuals can't have a booth at your meeting, at your convention for the American. No, I didn't say that. I'm saying no. that I don't think that they would be part of our party in the first Well, that's place. what the Republicans said about the log cabin Republicans. And guess what? They are. So, it's, you know, things happen. And things happen. I don't I don't think it's very smart to say, oh, I don't know if they want to. What if what if Mike wants to have a booth at your party? What if he wants to join your party? Reach out. Let's find out. Well, I mean, I you mean, just kind of said, like, no, I, marriage is between a man and a woman. You do know what show you called, right? I called in to talk about the Second Amendment. Oh, we're, we're talking, talking about all kinds of other things, We're talking about too, that, but awesome. I'm just saying, like, you brought up your party, so, you know, we're just trying to get some things settled to make sure, like, you know, everybody knows what we're sure. talking about. I think I'm understanding. I'm understanding it. Okay. I understand. Mm-hmm. All right, so marriage in a natural family. I see it right here. Uh, we seek the passage of federal federal marriage amendment to the U.S. Constitution and oppose all attempts everywhere to redefine marriage as being anything but what is what has always been the union of one man and one woman since the natural family is the basic God-given institution of our civilization and the nursery of our future. It must be protected from all who would destroy it. So um, I will say should there be, shouldn't there be a separation between church and state? Ooh, ouch. We're not going to ask somebody what their personal situation is. We're just not going to. That's not our 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 position. Then why we're even have that saying, why even have that paragraph saying in your platform that, then if it's not an issue if you should if you're not worried about what someone does in the you know in the we're confines of their saying home. that marriage is only between a man and a woman. That's what it's always been. Says who? That that definition hasn't changed. Are you God? Oh it's in the Bible. Okay, then there should be a separation between church and state. There's one thing there's the government, then there's God. Mm. Where and is, I think we should leave godly things with God. Yep. And I think we should too. Godly things with God, absolutely. But you put it on your platform. But first, so God instituted civil government on earth. He said that we as a, we people on earth have the right to govern ourselves. Right. I don't think God ever mentioned anything about homosexuality either. Uh, actually, he did. But did he? What, did, what words did yeah, God say pastor, that he mentioned? So I'm not going to quote chapter and verse. Yeah, please I, do. I'm, I'm, I need a verse. I'm I need sorry, a chapter. I need, I need to know okay. when did God say what God actually said. Okay. Well, let's research and I'll get back to you. Because, right, again, so I'm not a pastor. I don't have chapter and verse just memorized. Not so a problem. I apologize. I believe in praising the Lord and pass the ammunition. There we go. All right. I'll and agree and with I also you believe in the second man would defend what I do in my bedroom, too. That's right. Sure. I don't have a problem with that either. Outstanding. I got a lot of guns. I'm going to defend exactly what I want to do in my bedroom, who I want to sleep with. Okay. All my long guns. You and all your long guns in your bed. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But but you know what, Andy? You know what, Andy? I really enjoyed talking with you, Andy. And and I'm glad you actually called in to the show and actually educated us on this party because I'd never heard of it. The American Party National Committee. Americas. That includes North America, Central America, and South America. The Americas. No, it's apostrophe. Yeah, it's possession. All of the Americas. No, it's not plural. It's I know. All of the Americas it. own this party. He's not specific to North America. It says the Americas party. No, that's plural. He's it's saying it's like, America's exactly. party. America's, it's the Americas. Like Amer- North America, South America, and Central America. That's what it says on the page. I'm just saying. Okay. Hey, we're very, look. Thank you the for United including States Central and South of America. America is a very inclusive term that encompasses a lot of things that people don't really realize doesn't mean what they think it means. So, yeah, I can see where you're going with that. All right, man, I tell you what, you know, thank you, Andy. I really appreciate you calling in, and, and I definitely hope that you call back in so you can 
uh, we can talk some more because I really enjoyed this conversation. Okay. All right. I look forward Thanks, to it. All right. And then, you know, Deneen Borelli is a talk show host, and she has some things to say. She said, you know, it's really Income. tough being a conservative, and it's really tough being a black conservative. Let's listen to what she had to say. Here's the deal. I'm an independent thinker with strong beliefs, beliefs that are not for sale. I won't censor myself to score an invitation to drink cocktails with the liberal D.C. elite, to be honored by the Hollywood elite or liberal black publications. Not this girl. I won't shut up to make Democrats feel better about their failed policies. I won't be intimidated into silence by people who think I'm too stupid to get an ID to vote. And I will never, ever trade my freedom for the liberal plantation. It's really it's really tough, you know, being a conservative, it's even more tough being a black conservative. But you know what? The thing about it is we're not going anywhere. And also the law camp Republicans are not going anywhere. And also, you know, gun owners all together, we're not going anywhere. We're here. We're going to defend what we believe in. We're going to defend the Constitution of the United States. That's what it's all about. And regardless of what some people think, you know, we're going to bring everyone together. We're going to be one big, happy, happy mm, family. Cozy. Doesn't matter what race you are. Doesn't matter, you know, what you believe in. We're still going to love you. I'm going to love you. Even if you dislike me or whatever, I'm still going to grab you, hold you, hug you, and let you know that, you know, it's all going to be good. As always, more guns equals less crime. Go out and buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.